you doing happy monday (laughs) yeah i was i had a whole day yesterday so i totally forgot that it was monday (laughs) no i don't even know what day it is anymore i'm just like i make my to-do list and i take it piece by piece yeah for real yeah i literally just go by the hour like chrissy said i just don't even know what day it is i'm just like wait it's already august like we're already more than halfway through the year yeah time (laughs) is a really strange thing right now (laughs) yeah especially for you you've been on the road like pretty much every weekend or you've been going to festivals playing shows like what's that been like yeah um well it's mostly been like festival season which Mm -hmm. is awesome um I love that about the summer um but yeah I was trying to like finish my album while touring Mm -hmm. um which was a lot um but it's done now and I'm really happy. <laughs> I saw you, yes. did you post that it was mastered and everything and it's ready to go? Yep. Yep. It's uh, a month away. It's coming out on September 20th. So yeah, I'm, I feel like very relieved. Knowing oh my that. gosh. <laughs> I bet. Especially the pressure of having to pull out your computer and work while you're on the road. I feel like that's so stressful. Yeah. Just like communicating with like my mastering engineer or just like just all the coordinating. Like I forgot how much goes into working on a bigger project like that because I've been doing singles and EPs and, you know, mm-hmm. EPs are it's like, yeah, a too. But like this was like a 10 track album, you know, publicist, like everything mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> Yeah. And then scheduling out the single tracks and then the artwork and PR for all of the singles and just getting Getting pre-saves and then pitching it out for, you know, Spotify playlists, editorials, (laughs) like it's just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And even just like getting the vibe right for like the art and like finding artists to work with that, you know, kind of like hit the spot of like what I was going for is kind of a task in itself too. But is it, is it going to be released as a self-release or on a label? It's a self-release. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a you're at a pretty good point in your career where I feel like the self-release, it will it will connect with all of the fans you already have, but it will also help you get new fans too. Right. Yeah. I've done a lot of work with um Westwood, who I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did, you know, the single with Odyssey with Chloe. Um and like early in the day with like super best records, which was Michael Menert's thing mm-hmm. uh, but that was more of like an artist collective they didn't like take percentages so it was kind of just like a we'll support you yeah <laughs> which I loved it. about it um but yeah it feels good to for my second album to like do it totally on my own it feels feels good hell yeah I'm happy for you yeah thank <laughs> well you. we will uh take the pre-say link and then yes. send it over to everyone so that they can save it because I know how much that helps a lot yeah absolutely but, yeah I'll definitely keep an eye out as well and then we'll see if our any any of our reporters can do a write-up of it yeah awesome I think we actually already might have gotten the PR pitch on that oh was, okay people are on it, top of it <laughs> so, someone sent us something it might have been your recent <laughs> single it might have been the one with moons actually that I'm yeah, thinking that, of that um yeah which actually I was reading up on her and you both are from CU Boulder right yeah 
we so we figured out that we were we probably went to school at the exact same time Mm -hmm. like I'm sure that we like hung out and like didn't even know it class together (laughs) maybe (laughs) have a party together yes so that was hilarious to like figure that out because we were both kind of like in it you know I always cite that growing up or like not growing up but like as an artist I feel like I grew up in Boulder um Mm -hmm. just kind of like in the electronic world at least Mm-hmm. um just because everything was happening there and like oh my gosh you know, yeah. I was like super inspired by everything that was going on on the front range and in Colorado in general and she was the same way you know she mm-hmm. collaborated with um Big G and had like oh, wow. a photo of her oh I didn't know that outside their Fox theater like as a ch- child basically like getting their signatures and then like years and years later she like collaborated with them so yeah. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I actually grew up here in Lakewood. We both live in Lakewood right now. Um, oh, you do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, um, I grew up here and then in high school, I would always go up to Boulder and go to EDM shows at the Fox and just like party on the Hill and stuff. But yep. we both actually went to Fort Collins. So, okay. you know, we have to say go Rams. Um, I know. <laughs> I think we'll see you at the showdown in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> meet you there yeah <laughs> but they're probably gonna cool. you're, they're probably gonna beat us anyway because our football team is just oh. yeah <laughs> I I'm like I pay no attention to that <laughs> right <laughs> I stopped paying attention after like my sophomore year because I was like our team is just trash <laughs> yeah you're like it's not worth it <laughs> yeah do you yeah, still exactly. live in in Boulder um I live in Denver now Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. There it's Colorado is such a good place to live as an EDM artist. I feel like there's always people to see shows to go to like creative inspiration happening. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was saying to somebody the other day, I was like, the secret is out. Like people are just flocking here, you know, like the last couple of years and it's always been like a hub of electronic music in general. But I feel like over the last couple of years, it's like, even like people from LA are moving here. Like they're just like, Oh, this is like, really chill and mm-hmm. like progressive and you know everyone wants to be here for a reason like uh, people are just like trickling in like almost like secretively I'm like oh you live here now right? like well, <laughs> <laughs> so many artists are moving here like I don't know if you're super into dubstep but odd profit I don't know if you know who he is I don't know the name okay yeah um he's he does heavy bass music but he just moved here nice. um, blank just moved here too yeah yeah I saw that yeah and then Lost Heroes. They're they're from here though. Lost Heroes is from here. Mm-hmm. Who else? Um Closey lives here. Clo- oh, Closey lives here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Dang. Everyone's coming in on the on the secret. <laughs> yeah, for real. I just think that people in Colorado are generally happy and they're also really friendly too. So it's just yes. a high quality of living. Yeah. I mean, every like people come here to snowboard they come here for the music they come here to hike like mm-hmm. it's like a lifestyle choice um and all those things kind of like cross over at some point so I think it's definitely it breeds a certain type of person <laughs> for mm-hmm. sure do you have any shows coming up I think you have one in Colorado right at like a festival that you're playing at yeah so that one's really cool it's a festival in Fort Collins it's called um we are here fest and it's run by a school up in Fort Collins um, called like Beats by Girls. So I'm headlining oh. a festival at a new venue in Fort Collins um, 
this month I forget I have tour brain so don't oh, ask wow. me about any dates <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah that's really cool they hit me up and it was like uh fully run by women and they do like um they teach classes up there and I'm mm-hmm. I want to like get more involved if I can just in general so that's so yeah. cool yeah yeah I'm like checking it out right now so is it a bunch of women on it's all women on the lineup it looks like um I think they started that way and then they added some more local support um also because I know this guy two scoops who's a local DJ and Fort Collins got added to the bill so initially it was all women like all of like the headliners and direct support kind of that's cool too because I feel like it kind of hits closer to home like doing it in Fort Collins there might be people who have met you before or seen you before and like even just looking at their website, it seems like part of the goal of this is to inspire young women or like little yeah. girls to get into production. So that's a really cool impact to have. Yeah. I mean, even people will see the flyer and be like, oh, like, you know, it just, that's really cool to me. I've done a lot of like um, teaching and work with like inspiring females to get into the scene. Cause I feel like that's like part of my duty. Yes. You know? that's, that's mm-hmm. like, where I am um so yeah any way that I can get involved in things like that or like teach or you know Mm -hmm. be an example for people to get involved is awesome (laughs) is the show all ages do you know I have no idea look that up but yeah Yeah. that would be cool if it was like an all ages kind of thing I know that it's like um it's like involved in the college campus but okay that doesn't necessarily mean anything you yeah. know like freshmen are not 21 but right mm-hmm. we, right we, we, yeah <laughs> freshmen are like 18 19 I think yeah <laughs> they're like yeah. 17 18 yeah they look like they're 16 I don't know <laughs> totally <laughs> they look like little kids man <laughs> yeah I go up to Boulder now and I'm like I feel old <laughs> for real I work at Colorado School of Mines and I was on campus last week for the, all the welcome week stuff and I was just like these people look like they're high schoolers or younger even like they don't yeah, even look like, like they're is that what we looked like when we mm-hmm. <laughs> right because I thought I looked pretty mature when I was a yeah, freshman we were like, but... okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> lipstick eyeliner yeah, yeah. <laughs> never forget the days where like you'd be well at least me when I was in college freshman year like we would be walking like 40 minutes to a house party and there would be cars driving by and yelling freshman (laughs) or like talking crap to you always (laughs) that obvious like (laughs) like uh, what if I'm a sophomore what if I'm a junior I just don't have a car I just feel like walking (laughs) yeah so you mentioned you mentioned that you've been playing a lot of shows lately festivals I'm curious how do you stay sane and prioritize your mental health on the road um it's definitely something that took a lot of practice um I'm not perfect at it by any means um but I definitely like I tour like my schedule lately has been on weekends. So like Mm -hmm. when I come home, like I do yoga every single morning, like that's how I start my days. And I definitely like set aside time to like do other things besides, you know, my career, anything involving my career, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, just having that balance and like really working on, you know, being active, Mm -hmm. um, your physical and mental health, you know, are 
one and the same, you know? So I think my yoga practice has definitely been a saving grace for me, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, just trying to prioritize my time, like turn my phone off or like um, spending time away from social media is definitely, and that's one thing that I struggle with the most. (laughs) I think we all struggle with that. My job, you know, like I'm supposed to be posting every day and like stories and, you know, people Mm. show every minute of their days now you know like this mm-hmm. is me making coffee and I'm like I can't I know I can't do that. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean like some days I'll be like super inspired and whatever but like definitely being aware of when I'm getting sucked into those things or how it's affecting me you know? yeah I think like being, being aware of how it's affecting you is probably the hardest part because yep. like even just on a daily basis, like Yessie and I run a couple different social media accounts and there's like this constant pressure to have like the trending post or like to get a ton of comments or things like that. And I feel like when you post something and it doesn't automatically get traction, like that kind of gets in my head. I'm like, oh, what did I do wrong? Or like, oh, I should have redone this. But (laughs) I think, you know, having limits on that too, like I have a 30 minute limit on Twitter and like an hour limit on Instagram. So oh wow, it tells me it's like five minutes remaining. And so I know, "Ah." like, I know I'm like, oh my gosh, it's only 10 a.m. And I've already used up my limit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, My my management team (laughs) is, is actually really good about like reminding me that like, the algorithms change all the time and like don't get caught up in the numbers don't get caught up in the numbers like they always remind me of that because I'll be like why did you know Mm -hmm. like I'll post something really important like here's a new song yeah release day and then you put a picture of yourself and it's like a thousand likes (laughs) and I'm like god damn it Um, yeah it's always release day posts that always just do crap like like the announcement yeah this moment for like however long right? like there were 10 times more of you excited on Monday when I announced the song now where are yeah. all y'all yeah and it's literally it's like promoting thirst traps you know mm-hmm. what I mean like everyone's like yeah. well if I do this and then lead to that and I'm like oh god it's just, I know I mean it's it's incredible what's happening is because everyone has like this opportunity to be seen and heard you know yeah um that's like the coolest part about the time that we're living in um, you know, people can get discovered on YouTube and TikTok and whatever, but it's definitely like, I remember years ago being like, damn, we're going to live in like this, like robot age where we're just like totally, you know, in technology and we're like there, we're at hundred yeah. percent there. <laughs> but it's cool that you have yoga as kind of like an escape, especially first things in the morning that would help me just yeah. set a really good mood for the day. And like, just be in touch with my body and know that like, I'm here for myself and everything else that's going on behind the screen, like, isn't really real life right now. So yeah. I like that mindset at least. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I, I'm a nocturne, nocturnal human being. Cause I tour so much. Um, I'm just a night owl. So I was like, okay, I'm not a morning person. So if I change my habits to do something that is like rewarding to me mm-hmm. first thing in the morning, maybe it'll like make it a little, you know, a little more fun or like, I can at least like get that out of the way. You know, some days I'm like, I don't want to work out today. I know. But you, you always feel good at the end of it. Like if you just mm-hmm. sit down and yeah. do it. You always feel better. That is so true. Every time I have something on my mind or I'm like upset or in a bad mood, I just go work out. And after that, I'm like, I can take on the world. Yeah. 
yeah I always put on like that's that's my like discover music time too so I'll just like pick a different playlist on Spotify and like you know release radar if it's Friday Mm -hmm. whatever I just like let it go and discover new things or just kind of like keep up to date on what's going on what people are putting out so it's kind of like my discovery time also are there some women right now that you've been listening to that you think are killing it right now that are underrated some women you said Mm -hmm. um I know I just put you on the spotlight (laughs) (laughs) because we're all about discovering up-and-coming producers who don't get as much recognition that we think they deserve so like if there's any female producers out there that you think are just killing it right now would love to hear them yeah I mean these aren't necessarily like you guys probably know who they are, but like uh, not low. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, she's crushing it right yeah. now. Um, Kiva. Mm-hmm. Love um, I think Kiva. we saw her at Red Rocks this summer. Nice. Boogie yeah. T, I think. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Her just like flow is awesome. Um, a lot of Lily Fangs is a mm. amazing singer, um, MC, kind of, she raps as well. She like freestyles. She is actually one of the guests on my album. Um, Ooh, cool. She is incredible. We've worked together before, but it was really awesome to kind of work together again, like where we are now. Mm-hmm. So she's always, she's a badass. I'm always shouting her name from the rooftops. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? I met this awesome DJ Zuska. Mm-hmm. She lives in Urbana. Um, Zuska. She's cool. actually on the show that I announced today. Oh, what did you announce? Urbana. Um, so I'm kind of trickling out some headline shows. Like I announced the Opio tour and I have a bunch of festivals coming up. Um, and then there's a bunch of dates that are announcing this weekend, next week, kind of like my headline shows this fall. Mm-hmm. But today mm-hmm. I announced um, a show in Urbana at the Canopy Club. Oh, fun. Don't know the date. It <laughs> but looks like September 19th or September 29th. So yeah. next month. Yeah, that's coming up. Yeah. yeah. So that's exciting. I'm like, I'm doing like a mix of support shows and a bunch of my own headline shows this fall into winter. Mm-hmm. And you have Lost Lands coming up next month. I do. I'm really yeah. excited about that. I, yeah. I, so this past weekend, I actually played the same festival site. Oh, no oh, way really? at Legend Valley? Mm-hmm. Um, Secret, Secret Dreams? Secret Dreams was at that. The dinosaurs were like there. Not- cool. <laughs> oh, I didn't I know mean, they that. Were like, Secret Dreams was there. Yeah, they were like pushed to the side. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really happy that they were. It, you have to like clear it, obviously, because mm-hmm. those two shows were really close together. But I've heard a lot about Lost Lands. So I'm glad that they let me do both of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this your first time playing Lost Lands? yeah yeah uh we'll be there so nice once we find out the set times we'll definitely make time to catch your set yeah I think I play on Sunday but okay Uh, are you leaving Sunday yeah oh shit yeah Yeah. well it's okay you guys are in Colorado there's yeah yeah maybe we'll come up to the Fort College show or something Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I'm actually announcing my big Denver headline um in September as well Oh, okay 
Oh, yeah, we'll not, keep an eye on it. But I'm announcing it in September. So okay. hopefully you guys can make that one. Cool. Yeah. Oh, you played Lala also. What was that like? Oh my gosh, talk about a career moment. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, it was definitely... So the first festival I ever went to as like a patron was Lollapalooza in 2006 when I was in high school Yeah, and Daft Punk was headlining. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, that's there. legendary. Yeah, yeah. Like pyramid thing and everything. It was nuts. So my older brother took me. So that was my first festival experience ever. Um, so coming back all these years later as an artist was like, that was like the most full circle moment I've ever had. I was just like, wow. But yeah, I mean, that festival is just like next level. Um, everything about it, you know, it was just felt like, like a heightened experience overall. You know, like the stage was massive. Oh my gosh. Those photos you got were really good. Yeah. The way that they ran it, like, and there was a, a company called Lala Style Suite that reached mm -hmm. out to me and they were like a full styling studio mm -hmm. for free and oh, they, cool. they, wow. gave me, they gave me a makeup artist they gave me a hairstylist they gave what? me a bunch of clothes that were donated from different oh companies gosh. and just like wanted me to rock them mm -hmm. I like, want you to feel oh. good look good yeah I was like okay can we just do this all the time <laughs> right glam squad <laughs> yeah like, like my makeup artist like touched up my makeup after I got off stage so that I could go do my interviews mm -hmm. I, I just felt like a full rock star. It was awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, you probably won't. You you won't have that at Lost Lands, unfortunately. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good luck. Good luck at Lost Lands. <laughs> hey, you know, there's definitely a big difference between you know that experience and a lot of the other festivals. Yeah. But on the other hand, I didn't feel like I was playing to my fans. Mm. you know I felt like people just go to go right and you're like a massive artist like um you know you're playing for people that are going to discover you for the first time which mm -hmm. is not a bad thing but there's definitely a different kind of vibe when you're playing to people that you know know your music absolutely you know what I yeah mean? So, you can spot the diehards yes for sure they're usually <laughs> in the front <laughs> right is there like, is there like a festival experience you have that's been like the most memorable for like, in terms of like the vibes and the crowd and just. Um, summer camp, hmm. summer which camp. is in. Um, Some, I feel like I've heard of it. Chillicothe, Illinois, I think, or Peoria, Illinois. It's kind of like, it's like two hours from Chicago, mm -hmm. but. Um, Ooh, that looks cool. Yeah. It's like. You know, they have a lot of bands and electronic music. There's a good like mix um, diversity of music oh, on yeah. there. And it feels like, it feels like this really like homegrown kind of like, I don't know. I've done it like six years in a row. Holy cow. And I've, I've just somehow like become doctrinated. Like they have some acts that they bring back every year. Mm -hmm. That one kind of just feels like home to me because I've like grown there with like, the yeah. festival yeah and just like see it changing and growing and they've been just really supportive of me forever so you know my summer camp crowd is unlike any other because they get to see me year after year and people go mm -hmm. every year so yeah it's a pretty cool one yeah 
I see that they have a really diverse lineup. I mean, they got like Mala and then obviously Liquid Stranger, Unfreeze McGee. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of like, they do a really good job of pulling from each kind of like sector of the music industry. Well, we did get a submitted question. Um, live vibe music is wondering if performing live on TV at Lollapalooza changed your approach or your strategy to the set list, like knowing that beforehand. Oh, interesting. Um, so I, I definitely strategically thought about my set for, for that festival in general, kind of back to what we were just talking about is like, I'm playing for people primarily that don't know me right um yeah so I I definitely threw in some like remixes you know you gotta like the (laughs) sing-alongs yeah hit them with some nostalgia um and reel them in so that you can play some of your original stuff that you know might be Mm -hmm. unfamiliar so I definitely threw in some remixes um my own remixes of songs like a uh alt j one billy eilish oh fun manic focus lent me his um his drum and bass remix of a fuji song that goes into i got five on it oh fun (laughs) yeah so yeah i definitely yeah classics um but so yeah that was that was part of it for sure and i only had 45 minutes so i definitely wanted to like showcase you know, my favorite songs my or my most popular ones mixed with some remixes, um, but also play some new stuff too. Yeah. I was trying to like cover all of those bases. Which yeah. I think- Give them a little tease of your upcoming LP, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was more so, it wasn't about the TV thing, but I guess that kind of ties into the crowd you know people that are watching are not going to know who I am either so it was just the audience overall you know Mm -hmm. how do I make them get my vibe just in general yeah or like leave them wanting more yeah in that 45 minutes how do I like say who I am and this is my music if I'm this is a first impression yeah it's like it's like a 45 minute elevator pitch almost right totally (laughs) yeah (laughs) totally which 45 minutes is still like kind of short in the grand scheme of sets at least yeah yeah I'm not I'm not used to that it's usually like an hour at least at a festival and that's perfect um Mm -hmm. 75 is kind of like the sweet spot for me is the can we find the set anywhere online yeah, it's actually on YouTube. Oh, sweet. Um, oh, hell yeah. I haven't, I haven't even watched it because I don't <laughs> <know> myself. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'll be blasting after this. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I'll get back me. into work mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we both uh, work full-time jobs, so this is like our lunch break. Oh, but At yeah. least we can work from home, so then we can like, yeah. you know, take a step away from work and then do stuff that we love, which is this. Yeah. <laughs> bunch of hustlers over here right hey you got to nowadays it's all about being one percent better every day than the person you were totally yeah exactly but yeah we'll have to link up sometime too in denver Mm -hmm. since yeah i had no idea idea you guys were local right yeah i completely forgot you were local too to be honest (laughs) yeah and then you're like Like, oh colorado new friends yes i I think this is the first time that i'm on a call with two natives and i'm the only one that's not (laughs) well i'm actually i'm not native oh you're not sorry for the record 
Yeah, I grew up, I'm not claiming it. Um, I grew up in St. Louis and then I moved to Boulder to go to CU in 2008. So I've been here. Okay. I've been here for a long time, but I'm not like, I cannot technically claim the nativeness. You're grandfathered in though. (laughs) Yeah, that's how I like to think of it. Yeah, As a a true native, I will grandfather you into being a native. Yes, he's an implant though. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I've been here for eight years now. Okay. I feel like I kind of deserve that. You're almost there. Yeah. Almost there. Like a 10 year mark or something. Right. Honorable native. (laughs) We're making up the rules right now too. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, any, is there any other upcoming music or anything that you can spill other than your LP or just gonna take a break from there and just, um, anything that you can spill? I mean, the album comes out September 20th. So obviously that's a big one mm-hmm. I'm still working on music kind of in the background um but once fall starts it's kind of like full speed ahead with shows definitely for anyone watching keep an eye out on my website maddieonealmusic.com for all these dates that I'm going to announce or you know any social platform they'll be posted but yeah I still have like a bunch of tour dates to announce so hopefully. I will be hitting your city or near Ooh. you. <laughs> any any New Year's shows locked in yet? Uh, we're talking about some. Cool. I don't have anything locked in yet. Yeah, but... can't, can't say it, but maybe. Yeah, something. it's we're already working on like next year plans too, which it always like blows me away, <laughs> like how early that starts. <laughs> You're like ten months ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh wow, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah bunch of new music it's a 10 track album called ricochet and i will be posting the pre-save link this week and rolling all of that out i'm so excited to get this album out i think it's the best work that i've ever done so that's really exciting yay well Uh, we can't wait to hear it like we said we'll support it from dubs of fbi and help spread the word too yeah i appreciate you oh and we're also working on um a potential remix album oh wow to to or maybe i'll make some like vip edits and stuff for live mm-hmm. you know there's some chiller tracks there's some bangers there's some cruisers so i definitely want to um make some more like live friendly versions which is also a challenge but it's yeah. always fun the remix the remix albums are always fun because then you can loop in people who are outside of your subgenre, like outside of your yeah. niche and just yep. get the full spectrum like maybe it's like future based but then you know a hard style artist comes in and remixes it like that's sick right so. it's like the coolest thing ever to like give someone stems and just be like yeah thing you know run with it yeah how they interpret all of those pieces um mm-hmm. always super fun so that's definitely the goal is to kind of like pull in some people that like from all over the board and mm-hmm. see what happens oh fun but, that'll be fun and that'll follow the record probably a couple months after Mm. nice hell yeah Yeah. (laughs) well we have a lightning round we've got six or seven questions for you okay Um, we like to just kind of run through these pretty quickly yesi and i'll switch off but they're usually like one or two word answers um but we just like to have fun with them so i'll go ahead and get started um what are your must-haves in the studio um 
a drum pad of some sort, just in general, um, a MIDI keyboard and a microphone. I'll take it. Big three. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Dream festival to play at. Ooh. Um, Shambhala has always been on my list. I was oh. booked for it in 2020. No, rest in one, peace. The one year that they didn't happen. Um, so hopefully I'll be back. But yeah, that's always been big on my list for sure. Yeah, I was, I was actually surprised not to see you on this year's lineup because that's like totally your vibe. Yeah, yeah. Hoping for next year. We're working on it. Also, yeah. Envision is one that I would love to do also. Any time I can play on a beach, mm -hmm. sign me up. <laughs> oh my gosh, for real. Yeah. Um, who are your biggest mentors? Um, mentors. So I kind of like taught myself pretty much everything I know, um, just like from YouTube. But when I first started making music, like the people that I hung out with the most and that like we shared ideas back and forth was like Michael Menner, mm -hmm. Late Night Radio and like that whole crew. Um, so definitely those were the first people that, you know, we would come over to each other's houses and be like, look what I learned today. Like, check out this song, give me your feedback. So that was a, some really cool relationships that I had in the beginning. Um, Alicia was kind of the first female um, producer that I had met. Um, I was like, oh my God, we exist, you know. <laughs> a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. So that was, she was definitely like a mentor in terms of like, showing me that being a female in this world was, you know, a, a thing. It was mm -hmm. possible, you know, like just knowing somebody else that was doing it. So that was cool. I love that. Is Michael yeah. Menard still putting music out? Yeah. Yeah. He actually just, so he moved to Northern California and he was engineering records for Mickey Hart. Okay. Grateful Dead. Wow, good for him. So wow. he like disappeared for a couple of years and was like fully immersed in that project. But he just moved back to Colorado and is kind of like announcing tours and putting out a bunch of music and kind of like getting back into focusing on his own career. Mm -hmm. <laughs> as cool of an experience as that was, I think he like, you know, he missed being Himself. in it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, his music was some of the stuff that I would just, it kind of got me through my first few years at CSU, honestly. It yeah. was like a playlist of his stuff and just a bunch of other people, similar sounds, but he was yeah, the one his... name that I remember. Nice. Yeah, he's, I mean, Michael and Derek, Pretty Lights, both were Fort Collins. That's yeah. like where they came out of. So that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. And um, I used to listen to a lot of bass physics as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's a homie of mine. He's... He's in Denver, I think, too. Cool. Who yeah, isn't in I'll Denver? Have, I know. We should have yeah, like a big meetup. Is, the list is shorter if we talk about who doesn't live here. Seriously. <laughs> Literally. Like, let's all have like an industry meetup. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> I'm down. Sure. That would be fun. All right. Next one. What are three words to describe yourself? 
Oh, three words you would use. <laughs> We're in a job interview right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're under investigation, so you have no yeah. choice. But <laughs> we'll let you go after these questions. Um, creative. That sounds sounds generic, but you know, my whole life revolves around that. Um, I'm very empathetic. I'm kind of like the person that people come to when they have like shit to talk about because I'm like a really good listener. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is two words, but I'm going to say adventure seeker. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I relate That's to the that. dash in between. <laughs> yeah. How could you not be, if you live in Colorado, how could you not be an adventure seeker? Yes. <laughs> I mean, just everything I do is like, I'm like, I thrive in like chaotic environments in a way too. Like, I mean, I love, I love touring and just Mm -hmm. like everything about the lifestyle that I've chosen. So, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of unpredictable and I like that. (laughs) Very cool. Yeah. Well, is there any country that you haven't played in that you're dying to play in? I've never been to Europe in general. Oh, wow. Um, I would love to go there. I've, I played in um, Bangkok, but that's the only place outside of the United States, I think. That's crazy. Canada, but that, yeah. What were you doing in Bangkok? Where was that? Like what festival? Um, it was, it was called the Bangkok block party. Okay. Sounds wild. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. So I, I did a tour with Cherub um, oh, back in hell yeah. 18. It was a three month long tour on a bus. Oh my it gosh. It's like the craziest three months of my entire life. Yeah, that's that <laughs> adventure seeking. Yeah, totally. that's wild. <laughs> um, but those guys became like some of my best friends and they go to Bangkok like every year. Um, actually, one of them just moved there. Um, but they have just roots there and they're like famous there. And they oh, started this Bangkok block party with a buddy of theirs, Brent James, who lives, kind of lives there full-time at this point. So they put together this whole thing with some of the other local venues and promoters there. And they booked, you know, me and Paper Diamond and Mm -hmm. who else was on it that year? Um, I'm blanking on their name. Yeah, it was a bunch of people that they brought over from the US and it was, like the coolest experience I've ever had like we just stayed for like a week too and just like Mm -hmm. romped around so yeah that was my big international show experience (laughs) that's sick yeah I went to uh when I went to Bangkok back in 2019 I went for Songkrang have you heard of that Songkrang it's like their new year's festival and how they celebrate is everyone has water guns and it's like okay. a water yes, festival. Yes, I have heard of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's literally like a water festival. And it was crazy because when I first arrived, it was the first day that it had started. And like, I knew this going into it. And like, I, I had tickets to a festival. It was called like S2O Festival. Yeah. And like Tiesto was playing there and Steve Aoki and TJR, like a bunch of big, big room artists. Yeah, yeah. And literally unless you got a cab there is no way of avoiding you getting sprayed with water like oh my god straight off people the plane. people literally <laughs> like you'd be at a stoplight and people would like 
dump buckets of water at you or like spray water guns at you and like it was crazy oh my god it was like a once in a lifetime experience but there was points where I was like I literally took so long to get ready and look cute and you just dumped all this water on me like I would get so pissed like I tried to get (laughs) I tried to not get so pissed sometimes because like little kids would do it to me because they knew I was a tourist so I feel like they were just targeting me and they would just laugh and their family would be with them and they would just laugh and I'm just like you mother oh my god (laughs) yeah I definitely heard about that while I was there that is hilarious holy shit yeah cool experience but yeah that's it's a fun place to be in general like just thailand is amazing it like blew my brain (laughs) Mm -hmm. same here yeah yeah but europe would be really cool Uh uh-huh you would love europe yeah that's that's big on my list Mm -hmm. all right well last question on this lightning round yeah what is your pre-show routine um I take a shot of tequila and yes. <laughs> send it. You gotta, yeah, you gotta shake the nerves off. Um, and it's really funny to say, but I do like high kicks in the green room. Oh wow. <laughs> like you yeah, jump and like smack your feet together or what? <laughs> no, not quite. No, you try to get the like the blood flowing, so you just kind of like oh do- okay. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, just like kick your legs in the air. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's like doing a jumping jack, but one leg at a time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, some other artists we've talked to, like they'll say they'll do push-ups in the green room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or stretch. Yeah. Yep. Or stretch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the blood flowing, kind of like, you know, like when dogs are like, I just found this out, which is I don't know why I didn't know this, but when dogs are like shaking off stress, like that that's when they do that. Oh, I thought it was just to get rid of water. No, like, like, like if a dog comes, if they're not wet, mm-hmm. you know, dogs like shake off and yeah. they're just shaking off the stress and like going into the next thing. So if you just move your body and just shake off the stress, <laughs> yeah. I need to do that every morning yeah, right? <laughs> before my 9am calls. Shake it like a dog. <laughs> shake it all off. Yeah. yeah. Tequila is a good drink choice though. That's like yeah. my go-to. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like a shot of a shot of espresso yeah a shot of confidence yes (laughs) cool well that's that's our last question for you is there anything that we we didn't ask you that you want everyone to know um no I mean like my I literally have like a one track mind right now getting this record out and wanting as many people to hear it as possible so um yeah, if you see the pre-save go up, and a lot of people don't know this, but the pre-save really, really helps an artist. You know, like mm-hmm. the more pre-saves you have on the back end, it feeds the algorithm that runs yeah. our life. Oh <laughs> so yeah, it really helps an artist if you pre-save it to get on editorial playlists and all of the things. Plus you'll get notified as soon as it comes out, which is a bonus. So mm-hmm. yeah, just pay attention to that. Can't wait for everyone to hear the new music and hopefully I will see most of you on the road this fall. I'm hitting a lot of cities, so I'm excited to be back like fully touring again. It feels good after the last mm-hmm. couple of years we had. <laughs> Especially right after your album comes out. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm going to feel like 
free and I'll yes. get to play all the music for the first time. And yeah, it's gonna be really fun. <laughs>